This is WKOK Sunrise on your station for the best news, talk, and sports. News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Super glad to see you on the radio. Rob Zetters, our fabulous producer, taking great care of us. He's also why when you go to the WKOK podcast page or Spotify or Google Podcasts, uh, that you can download and listen to our interviews shortly thereafter. So we appreciate his, all of his help and hard work. On the news line with us now, Heather Wolf is here. She's coordinator of the Bucknell Institute for Lifelong Learning, or Bill, as it is known. It's a continuing education education opportunity for folks to participate in. Uh, anybody in the community can sign up. Good morning, Heather. Thanks for calling in. Good morning there, Mark. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for your time and uh, keeping us up to date about this, and I know you have been busy lately. And Elaine Hopkins is on the line. She's chair of the Bill Curriculum Committee and has been a longtime participant and member of the steering committee, so she's been helping to guide Bill for some time. So thank you so much for calling in, Elaine. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. I really do appreciate it. Let's start out with why lifelong learning is so important. It's almost a week doesn't go by. Someone else comes out with a study or proof or evidence that keeping your brain active, you know, doing puzzles, reading, whatever it happens to be, uh, is so critical to keep your brain uh, super vibrant as uh, we get older. Uh, Heather, tell us about that, lifelong learning. As you said, there are studies, and if you don't use your brain, you lose your brain. I mean, it's really as simple as that. Um, Elaine, you, you were talking about this just yesterday. What I think is that while lots of people do, as you said, Mark, crosswords, Sudoku, and all of that, what Bill provides is actually something much better, I think, because it provides a community of learners with an amazing breadth of experience and perspectives, and it's it's great fun to meet with uh, such an interesting group of people in a class and learn new things. You can really expand your horizons. I have learned so much from the other people in the classes I have taken. And also, I have made some new friends, which is not so easy for older folks. Well, and I think there's a socialization factor associated with this. Heather, uh, also tell us a little bit more about uh, you know, why this lifelong learning is important at all. As I said, it's you use it or you lose it. It's also important for the fact that we had a panel last fall where experts talked about the fact we don't retire like we used to. Uh, we continue to work well into our 80s and 90s often. And if you aren't able to teach yourself to learn, adapt, and keep changing, that becomes a very stagnating um you know, the way to look at the rest of your life, which often is still a quarter of a century after you've finished your first paying job. And Bill really provides that way of learning and looking at things in a new light with other people's opinions, experiences. So we, the lifelong learning is way more than just taking a class and learning about a new subject. It's really exposing yourself to other ways of thinking and keeping yourself young. All right, so enter Bill, uh, Bucknell Institute for Lifelong Learning. Heather, explain what it is, and then we'll dig into some of the coursework available with Elaine. But Heather, tell us what Bill is. So Bucknell Institute for Lifelong Learning is a program that is an affiliate of Bucknell University, and we have a lot of retired instructors, professors, staff, professionals, 
from that university, but also from our entire community. It was set up in 2009 to reach out to the entire Susquehanna Valley, and we've got, at this point, people on our steering committee from many of the local schools, again, retired professionals. It's not just college, it's sort of Bucknell's community um, outreach program to provide these opportunities, both free presentations to the community through our special presentations, and then a bunch of courses. Which leads us right to Elaine, who's in charge of curriculum. So, Elaine, tell us about some of these courses, where are they held, how do you get signed up, and so on. Bill's campus is actually all over the community. We have courses running in uh, various different locations in the community, and some via Zoom as well. Um, Currently, for the spring, we have 25 courses running. And um, there's a wide variety of offerings, including history, literature, art, music, architecture, journaling, creative nonfiction, food, wine, and various courses focusing on health and wellness. Some of the courses have a local flavor. So, for instance, there's one being offered um, about a woman from Williamsport who was one of the first African-American women to be published ever anywhere um, in America, actually. Um, some have a more international flavor. So, for instance, we have one course on uh, Remarkable Women of the Americas. And there are courses on things that you never really thought much about. For instance, there's one on the history and uses of birdhouses in different cultures. And at the end of that class, the class members actually will end up each building a birdhouse. So there's really something for everyone in our class offerings. And Most classes meet once a week for an hour or an hour and a half, and most of them run for six weeks, but there are some that are a bit longer and some that are a bit shorter. I want to make sure that all the listeners know there are no tests in our (laughs) courses. Uh, There might be, there's reading, or there, there might be articles or music you're supposed to listen to or things like that to prepare for class, but there are no tests. So I would recommend that all the listeners go to our website, which is bucknell.edu slash lifelonglearning, as one word with no spaces, and read the descriptions in our catalog. And I think if people do that, they will want to sign up. Now, to take a course, you must be a member of Bill, so there you, you should go and uh, you can register online or you can visit the office, um, which is in Brook Park, um, that complex there in Lewisburg on Route 45. You can go in and talk to Heather at the office, and you can uh, enroll in courses online or by talking to Heather at the office. Tuition, and there's a registration fee, but if you compare our tuition with Bucknell's tuition, for instance, you'll see what a bargain it is. When I see Carl Malofsky's teaching again, I think of him as a through line since the start of Bill. He may be in, may have been one of the first professors to step forward and say that he'd be uh, willing to teach, but we see another a number of individuals. Pam Kreis is there, so folks may know her around here, just a real expert when it uh, comes to uh, food, and we've talked to her about food insecurity and things along that line. And introduction to wine, uh, some introspective courses, literature, history, art, music, architecture. That's where the birdhouse is uh, placed. Uh, That might uh, just as easily go in the art category. But also the architecture of local buildings is there. So you invite folks to go to bucknell.edu slash lifelong learning and find out about these. Heather, give us some sort of a sense over the years how successful Bill has been. I've spoken to a number of individuals who have been in the classes and they say they were dozens of people in their classes. So tell us about the success of Bill up to now. Honestly, I get the joy of looking at past things because I only joined 
this program in 2019, but I often joke about being a member as well because I came on board in the fall of 2019 just before COVID hit, had not heard a lot about the program, and within the first term, my mom and dad signed up, and on their own, just from hearing me talk about it, hey, get us into this. Then the next thing I knew, my son, who is 25 now, he joined Bill. We're open to anyone 18 and over. Um, he wanted to do some philosophy classes and keep his brain active, so lifelong learning truly is lifelong. Um, and I th think they're just samples of that because we are 250 members strong right now. And again, we um, I've seen growth in pictures that it, it, we're pretty much back to where it was when COVID shut us down for one term only. We did have to cancel our classes in March, but we came back and talk about lifelong learning. These instructors who are, as I said, retirees, some of them went from knowing very little to about computers to teaching strictly online through Zoom, and that now they love it. We've reached out to people in Maryland, people who are homebound in nursing homes, folks who were members for, I have one lady who was a member for eight years, moved to Allenwood, thought she had to lose, uh, Allentown, thought she had to lose her bill membership, and now that we're Zooming, she's back and strong, so I'd say our success is pretty Pretty solid. $60. But we're always looking for more. <laughs> well, right. And I think you see a lot of people that really enjoy socialization. we got a lot of isolation going on because of the pandemic. So this would be a good Zoom opportunity for folks if they're not uh, able to travel. Tell us about travel. Some of these relate to trips and some special presentations that are coming up. I do want to just add, as far as there, we do have those Zoom classes, but we have more in person because we are very cognizant of the COVID situation and because our population is older I do want to plug that anyone who takes a class with Bill or attends an in-person presentation does need to be fully vaccinated, boosted if, if the time is elapsed to that and and masked it's, it's our extra, a lot of folks take care of grandchildren and whatnot. but as far as travel goes we have a special trips that are organized for small groups of people. Uh, we had suspended that, but we are now working with a group, um, several overseas groups, and we organize trips as far away as Ireland or Sicily based on member interest. Uh, those are very small trips for 15 to 16 people, first, first come, first serve. We've got one to Ireland in April arranged. Uh, very excited I'm about that. that Locally, we have... Um, and, and that's full, of course, but we're looking at 2023 and even 2024. So, um, and locally, we've got a class that's going to tour some of the local historic sites with a behind-the-scenes look at those. We have special presentations. Um, we did reorganize some, so the next one coming up is going to be on Thursday, February 24th, with Jeff Evans on Legacy Coal Combustion Residuals these sustainable solutions. That's going to be by Zoom. But in April, we have Susan Ball Fader, a, a former member who is in charge of the quilts and fabric design 
from her influences with Japan. And she's, uh, uh, in fact, she's displaying right now at the Milton Area Bank. So we have lots of travel and local flair as well. Those are the special things that are coming up, plus the travel. So it's a real opportunity for mm-hmm. folks to get out there and uh, learn a lot. And I mentioned, I saw in your newsletter, you have one particular couple where uh, one one of the spouses likes to travel, the other one does not. So it's a perfect opportunity to get to get out and see the world, even though one of these spouses is not uh, as uh, likely to hit the road. Well, we're just about out of time, so I'll let you wrap up. I'll start out with Elaine. Elaine, if you'll make a pitch for folks to at least uh, just look over the course offerings, it would be possible. There might not be anything on board this time. Uh, so tell us about that, and then we'll have Heather wrap up in a moment. Well, I can't imagine that if somebody looks through our catalog, there's not going to be something in there that piques their interest. Uh, really, the the wide variety of courses is uh, actually un- unprecedented, apparently. this uh, I wasn't um, in Bill at the very beginning, but apparently this is one of, this semester we have m- almost more courses than ever before. So uh, really, people should do themselves a favor, dip a toe in, take one course uh, in the spring, and I, I guarantee you won't, you'll be back. Well, I would say just to make sure folks know, we are not filled. We, because we have these um, 25 new classes being offered. They start anywhere from February 22nd is the first one of the term, right through March 17th is the last one to kick off because it's going to have some outdoor elements. Please go online or visit me at the office. I'm there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday uh, mornings and right outside the office. If you miss me, I have the catalogs. We are online, we are in print, we are here for you. All right, well, thank you both so much, Heather. Thank you for that. Uh, Heather is coordinator of Bucknell Institute for Lifelong Learning at Bucknell University, Heather Wolf. And Elaine, thank you so much for coming in or calling in today. Uh, she's the chair of the Bill Curriculum Committee and a longtime uh, participant in the program. Thank you both so much for being on the news line today. Sure, my pleasure. Hey, thank you. We encourage folks to go to uh, bucknell.edu slash lifelong learning for more information. You can email lifelong learning at bucknell.edu and you can call 570-522-0105.